Welcome to Independence, the FIEC podcast. My name is Joel Murray. I'm the Communications and Media Officer at FIEC, and I'm joined today online by Philip Venables. Hi, Philip. Uh, hi, Joel. Good to be with you. Hi. Yeah, thanks for thanks for your time. Uh, you're from Feltham Evangelical Church. Can you tell us a bit about uh, well, where is Feltham? Where, where is the church? What's the church like? Uh, always easy. Always easiest explaining that we're close to Heathrow Airport. Uh, okay. People generally know where we are. Then uh, we are a, uh, a mixed church in in so many ways, uh, mixed ethnicity, mixed ages. Um, privilege to be here. Um, church has been here many years. In fact, uh, we're just uh, just around about this time celebrating sixty years of our of our present building and being on our present site. Uh, so we're acknowledging the goodness of the Lord with that. And uh, so we have, a, um, as I say, quite a mixed church in so many ways and thankful to the Lord for bringing us here. Yeah. And what's the, the kind of area where the, church, where the church is? What's that like? Is it um, families or is it a little town or what, what's the kind of area that you're serving? Well, we're in a London borough. Uh, historically, probably going back 20 years and belong, beyond that, it would be a uh, very much a a white uh, London suburb um, that's changed radically over the last years. So very much a mixed area now with people from all over the world. Um, a, a residual white community, if I use that terminology, but very much a, a mixed uh, a mixed in so many different ways. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Um, it helps. I was trying to figure out whereabouts you guys are. It says Middlesex on our on our website, and it's kind of within the M25, That's west right. of London, ish, something like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, on the website for Feltham Evangelical Church, it's really encouraging to see the kind of ministries that you have listed there. So um, things for those who are mourning, um, a course for parents, a course like a marriage counselling course, um, just a, a ministry to help people to listen in and it's really really great to see that it's all very clear and open this bible based as well and yeah. it's just not kind of like trying to trying to sneak it in there or anything like that i did notice one that uh, in particular that was called everyone must know and uh, we'll put a little link on the show notes there's a really nice video i think it I think it's of yourself with your your voice and some kind of animated wording and stuff like that um, to talk about the gospel, basically, and a, yes. and a way to, to send it through. Can you, tell, yeah. can you tell us a little bit about that that kind of project? Everyone must know. What's that involved? That would have originated around about uh, five, six years ago with the desire that everyone in the Feltham area must know the gospel. So it, it was based around this leaflet, this, this everyone must know leaflet, uh, which gave a short, concise... A gospel message um, seeking to be very direct. Um, we translated that into a number of uh, languages, and as you say, there's the video. And we got a, we had at the time when we the, the uh, project was really being pushed. Uh, we had a map up on uh, in the church building, which was the basically our parish, if you use that uh, terminology, wanting to mm. cover that area with the distribution of that leaflet. And as I say, we had it translated into a number of languages uh, so probably it was really active around about 2018-19 we still have the leaflets available and we're still giving away uh, a lot of those leaflets and we go out uh, with evangelism 
Great. And has has that had a, an impact kind of over the years? Have you been able to um, kind of move move things on with anyone that you've been able to reach through that? I think it's one of those things whereby it has an impact in the church. It mm. has an impact to stir people to, to look outside. So some of these things are, are perhaps um, not fully tangible in outward results, but they inculcate a certain culture uh, into mm. the life of the church. We are an outward-looking church. We want to develop that thinking uh, um, amongst us. I can, I'm not going to say here, Joel, I can say specifically uh, somebody got that leaflet and somebody has come in and been converted. I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, but I think it's more to do with the culture and 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 getting out into Feltham and and making Feltham aware that that we are here uh, and wanting to be here for God. Yeah, that's really helpful. That Jesus has called each one of us to to share the gospel, and that culture is really important. Then, um, otherwise, yeah, it can feel quite a lonely, lonely, difficult yeah. job. But yeah, yeah, as a church, that sounds really great. Mm. Yeah, and the leaflet says, says on the website this, um, translated into various different languages, uh, written down here, Hungarian, Polish, Romanian, Russian, Spanish, Korean, um, Urdu. It's right, yeah. really great, really great to see all, all those different languages for the various yeah. people as yeah. as that London area becomes more and more yeah. um, multicultural and diverse. Leads us on to the entry that Feltham Evangelical Church has in our Pray for 100 guide. Um, so that's kind of why we're talking today, especially. People who are watching on the screen, I've got the guide here, Pray for 100. Um, it's 100 different initiatives at churches from FIC across the whole of Britain. And um, the idea is to be able to pray for one another, to get inspiration, to just to see what God is doing. Number 32 I've got here is Feltham Evangelical Church, Middlesex. Feltham Church, like many churches, has seen an influx of asylum seekers. They want to make sure that they make the most of this opportunity to make disciples of all nations. Pray for wisdom and plans that will further this ministry and above all for salvation and growing faith. So, yeah, immigration and uh, asylum seekers is quite big. It's big news at the moment, um, but it's really encouraging. It's good to see that um, you're seeing it as an opportunity and uh, not kind of something that's in yeah, various, various kind of different opinions that people have about it. It's an opportunity yeah. for it. It reminded me, we That's did a couple of podcast episodes a couple of years ago with Eddie Arthur, who um, serves with Wycliffe Bible Translators, who's talking about world mission and um, that kind of great commission to go out to the ends of the earth with the gospel. And he was saying, well, the ends of the earth are coming here now. <laughs> They're coming to our to our doorstep. So mm. that, that job has kind of changed to a certain point, or maybe our, the perception of it has kind of changed. So, um, yeah, you guys have, have noticed the asylum seekers that are coming into the area. When did you kind of start to notice this, uh, that the asylum seekers were arriving in Felton? What's that look like for you on the ground? Well, it looks like a specific date, and the date is December the 9th, 2021, when I was sat down at the church building with somebody, and that evening, at around about 5 o'clock on a Thursday evening, uh, two men walked in. <laughs> Uh, and it was December, it was dark, and two Iranian men walked in, Asan hmm. uh, and Mahan. Uh, so that was that was our first contact. We were not aware that hotels in the area had been taken over uh, for the use uh, by the Home Office for Refugees. So everything really started there, uh, Joel, with those two hmm. uh, with those two men 
uh, they'd been introduced uh, to us by somebody who had an online ministry uh, with Iranians. And everything really started there. Uh, within a month, we had a very significant number initially of Iranians. And then from the end of December 2021, um, Central Americans again, mainly people from El Salvador. And that is, it's those two groups that we have primarily had our ministry among. The Iranian group was very, a, a significant number right at the beginning. Uh, after about six months, that's diminished. We do still have a contact with Iranians. In fact, uh, uh, one of the Iranians was baptized last month. Um, well, but our main great. ongoing ministry has been with the uh, with the Central Americans, and there's still a contingent. So, if, if I think recently, there would still be somewhere around about twenty twenty five Central Americans uh, amongst us. Wow, fantastic! How, how uh, you, you mentioned it's a it's an opportunity that you that you've seen there to make disciples of all nations. How how does that kind of fit into your your church vision? Uh, in terms of the the normal church ministry that you have at Feltham Evangelical Church, where where does that making the South of all nations fit in, and how how have these this arrival of um, refugees changed that and uh, been involved in that? Yeah, if I, I backtrack a little bit, um, I'll backtrack to when we came out of the first lockdown, actually, hmm. which would be when we held our first service uh, in situ back in the building. So I'm going back to July. Uh, 2020 here and the message we had on that occasion was uh, Matthew 28 um, that we, we, we're gathering to, to worship and we're going out to to witness and that great calling upon the church we want to lay hold of the great commission calling to go and make disciples so this this ministry came to us suddenly. We had no anticipation of this ministry. It's not as if we knew the people were coming. We mm. suddenly had, you know, we're not a vast church. We are now around about 34 members. Um, so we're not a vast church. And suddenly we had a very significant number of people. So what are we to do? Well, we are, we are a gospel church. We are a great commission church. And, uh, and so the, the, the fundamental desire is to bring the word of God to these people, to bring the gospel to the to these people. Uh, so it was an exciting development. So in a sense, our ministry has been two pronged. The fundamental spiritual desire to to be reaching out with the gospel, bringing the word of God to seeing people established uh, through the word in Christ. Uh, and alongside that is the very practical ministry of helping them, of of, of seeking to support them. And in a beautiful kind of way in the life of the church, uh, my interests would be primarily seeking to get the word of God into mm. into their lives as much as much as we as much as we could. And but there are others in the church who've had a real interest in in helping them practically. And one sister in the church in particular, has, in her work situation, is connected with uh, helping people in need, particularly from a, 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 a um, refugee kind of background. And, and our heart is very much for that. So it's been a, a beautiful way in which things have, have, have melded together in the life of the church. 
Mm. Um, so, so one of the things we've had, it, it was existing before this ministry. We got a table uh, for basically for people to bring stuff they don't want and then for people look at it and take what they want. Well, that's just mushroomed. And, and But it's been a great thing um, for a lot of the asylum seekers who, who arrive here with, with, with basically nothing. So if I pick up the situation uh, and break in, Joel, if, if you want to, as regards to any specifics here. But yeah. with regard to the ministry, um, there, the, as I mentioned, there's two different groups. Uh, uh, and the, the particular thing that matters, I think, perhaps from our discussion is that the Iranian group came, I think we pretty well, not exactly everyone, but the vast majority of them came because they were making some Christian profession. And therefore, okay. Iran being what it is, um, and, there were, and there were a lot of stories of, you know, attending house groups, uh, the police the police became aware of them and there was a raid and they fled. That's mm. something in the story uh, and somehow ended up in the in the UK. Um, but the, the 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 Central American very different. Their their background is 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 the gangs, extortion, intimidation. You know, if you don't pay, we'll start we'll start shooting your family kind of thing. So right. they fled from that. So that so so there's two distinct we might almost we might say spiritual uh, backgrounds. Mm. So with regard to the I Iranians, um, well, we tried to start going. As, as seizing the opportunity uh, one of the issues here is suddenly <laughs> suddenly you've got people with time on their hands now i i feel generally we're we're ministering in our situation here and people haven't got a lot of time on their hands yeah <laughs> suddenly you've got people with time on their hands and you think mm, opportunity um so we started a, a a bible study with the iranians first of all um, started going through uh, Mark's gospel um, happily pretty well always although I did not recruit a translator amongst them pretty well always there was somebody there when we were doing these studies which were in early 2022 through to the middle of 2022 uh, there was always somebody there who could translate to a degree uh, obviously you trusted that they were translating reasonably what I was saying yeah <laughs> uh, um, so that was that, that was one ministry. Uh, we'd have a lot of them coming on a Sunday morning. I, 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 I'm a bit wary of overstating these things because the numbers were pretty big at one time, you know, for our little enterprise. You, you know, we talk about perhaps 40 Iranian men there uh, sometimes. Um, and how did we adapt to that? One thing I would say at this point, Joel, I am not speaking into this situation as an expert. I'm speaking into this situation as many sort of we're working it out as we go kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Um, so we we did have a we started to have the Bible reading in their language, uh, so Farsi and Spanish. So that part of the service, as we've gone along, what we have sought to do is to try to to do a a um a basic outline of the mass of the message and have it translated into their language so that they have something to go at uh, mm -hmm. as regards to understanding what is happening in the church 
We've done some specific things for them, particularly uh, to well, that was be the beginning of last year around about March time where we, we had a meal. We celebrated uh, Iranian New Year, allowed them, uh, gave them the opportunity to do that and uh, and had somebody come in who would actually preach in their own language. Uh, we had that both for the Iranian group and the Spanish speaking uh, group. So those are some of the things that have those are some of the things we, we've sought to work with. Mm. Um, yeah, and uh, particularly with the Spanish ongoingly, we've given them opportunity to have the building so that they can cook some of their food. And, you know, there's a sense in which they've really appreciated, uh, really appreciated that. Yeah. yeah, it's really remarkable that it's something that's just not planned whatsoever. Maybe five, six years ago, before lockdown times, this might not have necessarily been... A, a thought of or a plan well, into the future yeah. and it's just appeared hasn't it and you've yeah. kind of taken tried, tried to figure out what what the lord has brought to your doorstep yeah and i think really wanted to be aware that the lord has trusted us with this we've mm. got to rise up um i'm overall very pleased with how the church has has, has risen up it's not it's certainly not without its challenges um like our bring and share meals for example suddenly you've got, <laughs> you've got a vast number of people there that's just one <laughs> yeah that, that, that's just one example uh, but really conscious feeling the lord has given us this ministry uh, we, we we've got to rise up uh, and we've got to seek to respond to this opportunity uh, yeah. it's it's no good as saying well lord we wish you brought us some uh, we're here for you but actually we wish you would brought some other people these are the yeah. people the lord has brought us yeah yeah that's really that's really great and I suppose there may be some people as well who are at different churches who are thinking about they might have similar asylum seekers that have moved in, whether it's a hotel or something maybe maybe smaller. We've heard about other stories from other churches in different places around the country that had, had exactly that. And yeah. I suppose it can be quite a intimidating, overwhelming experience. Oh my goodness, how, how are we going to be able to manage? How can we reach these people that we want to do so? And something just as simple as having a Bible reading uh, by a Spanish speaker or a Farsi speaker, I think is is really good just to be able to draw yeah. people in, to help yeah. them feel like they're welcome, that they're part they're part of the church, and that mm. this this message is for them as well. I think that's really nice. Um, yeah, I, th I think just picking up that Joel, we've, mm. it, it just for us it was a significant numbers. Um, uh, one thing we did just as a uh, at the beginning, um, even in respect to some of the practicalities like taking the Lord's Supper, we basically said right at the beginning, because we couldn't really work out where everybody is at yeah. en masse, we just basically said to everybody, uh, don't take of the Lord's Supper. Um, we said to all of them, now whether that, were, whether that was the best thing to do. Um, but that's what we said right at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Good as well to be open and honest about expectations in that sense, I suppose, as well. Yeah. Um, it's great to hear that some some of those Iranians were actually coming to the church of their own accord in the first instance. And some have come to be baptized. Can Can you tell us any more kind of encouragements like that? Yeah. Um, with the Iranians, uh, that ministry really in the first six months, primarily of last year, um yeah we baptized in the end we baptized 12 of them at the end of the ma end of may last year wow. may 29th 
uh, we baptized 12 of the Iranians. And as I Praise say, we, men we mentioned a f baptized a further sister uh, I I I uh, last month. Um, yeah, uh, that was a voyage in the life of the church because you you're having to work out you hear stories, you know, they're just here to get some, you know, that they're, 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 they're using the Christian label to get status in the country. Right. Sure. Um, and you've got to be aware that they're, they're not just, uh, you know, spinning a yarn to, to, to get access into some of the privileges, like being baptized. Um, mm. So that was, there was something to work out in the life of the church, you know, different streams in the life of the church. Some people saying, oh, we got to be very wary and others saying, well, they've, they've come here as Christians. They've been through so much. Well, we must baptize them. You know, those working through those kind of uh, uh, those kind of issues. In the end, we we baptized 12 of them. Um, as far as I'm aware. And all of those 12 would still be connecting with church and still be making a, a good profession of knowing uh, of the Lord. All of them yeah. have moved on from us now. And that's been uh, as well one of the, dare I say, delightful things of the ministry. In one sense, it's been a demanding thing, but a, uh, and that is the passing of these people on to other churches. Mm. Um, other you want them to go to other churches that are going to be wholesome to them. And really, there's been a, a dispersion around the country to different places. And it's been good to have fellowship uh, with those um, with other churches and to um, seek to be in touch so that they could that they that these men could be cared for. And the other Central Americans as well, as, they, as they've been dispersed as well. Um, so that's been a, a, a nice aspect of the ministry to link in with other churches. Yeah, that sounds like a really nice church partnership uh, to be able to kind of go ahead. Uh, were you kind of trying to arranging for somewhere for them to go to when they found out where they might be moving on to? That's that's right. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. that was easier than others uh, sure. because, uh, and sometimes an evangelical Anglican was was the uh, the most uh, accessible place. Yeah. Sometimes it's FIEC churches. Um, those be mainly where they would go uh, i think perhaps once one or two other places as well uh, but 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 that varies across the country certain parts of the country there's the evangelical churches are a bit more sparse should i say sure yeah, yeah that's right mm. yeah that's, that's a great gospel partnership if if there are other people who are listening um who are maybe a, a few steps behind where you guys are where they're, they're realizing there are refugees coming into the area and they they seek they want to seek them out and they want to be able to reach them and to share the good news of Jesus with them but they don't quite know how what kind of advice do you think you might be able to offer them from the things that you'd be able to learn as i mentioned already joel i, I really would always want to say do not feel an expert <laughs> in this time we stumbled through um in many ways as I say, the ministry came to us. Mm. Um, we we weren't given English-speaking people, so we had to try and work that through with Google Translate, etc., etc. Yeah. So, from for if I say it was people starting to uh, connect with us and showing an interest in people, and really that drew drew a, a lot of other people. I think that's sim 
basically showing an interest uh, right from the beginning. So that's probably something I would say seeking to perhaps show some adaptation so as to seek to include them mm-hmm. um, without mutilating your your structure where you are at the moment but um i wonder we, we could have done more um with regard to those things so perhaps those things um and and remembering as well the fundamentals of the great commission to bring the word of god to believe god working through his word and mm. and as i say I, I trust it was the lord's goodness that even in our bible studies pretty well always there's been i've never recruited somebody specifically to translate but there's always been perhaps once or twice when it's not happened but there'll always be somewhere somebody to help with the translation but yeah. i suppose just that just that um opportunity to bring the word and to realize these people have got time on their hands and again i don't think necessarily we have taken advantage of that as much as we might have done but we can't do everything mm-hmm. um we have uh, limited time uh, limited uh, resources we did get quite a few particularly from the iranian point of view quite a few bibles in to start off with and um and other literature as well particularly from the farsi end of things we've got spanish bibles so we, get, we seek to distribute those uh, as well so we try to make contacts and uh, and uh, 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 and uh, get material in that would be uh, advantageous for the ministry so that's some things uh, to mention as i say with the parallel aspect of the work here blessed with those who got involved with from a practical point of view various ones getting involved from the church from a practical point of view mm-hmm. and, and obviously the people really appreciated that you know, there was thing they 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 could there was somebody who people who would give them advice as regards to yes yeah, some of the issues of being in this country and also some of the issues of what how their applications might uh, might be processed yeah that's great and i suppose part, part of that advice might just be that we aren't all experts at this and it's quite new in 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 history for all, all these people from around the world coming coming to this country anyway so um yeah Indeed, to know, yes. to know your limitations is is an important thing yeah yeah and, and uh, you know one thing one thing i i've said to the people said, said to particularly the uh well wanted to be aware of in the church and generally is we're a we're a we are a church in england and we are a church that use english as our language but i don't want us to be an english church yeah you you know i want us to be this is a church for everybody hmm. um and so the, yeah and, and perhaps that's easier said than done as regards to adapting your culture to mm-hmm. to include everybody um yeah yeah and also i suppose with the everyone must know and also also this part as people come and go it's quite a transient transient thing they're kind of asylum seeking that it yeah. might just be a, a step along the way that we that we reach people and it's um another couple of letters along the alphabet we can't get from a to z every single time but yeah. actually just being able to step out and take that opportunity could could have yeah. a ramification down the line yeah i think joel if you 
if you enter the this this kind of ministry, but perhaps again prepared for it to a degree because being in West London, uh, you've got a transitory population anyway. But if you think you're investing in somebody's life so that they'll be a pillar of the church for the next 30 years and you'll only invest in them if you know that that's going to be the case, well, in a sense, you're sunk in a situation like we are here because you just don't know how long you're going to have people for. And it's seizing that opportunity as the Lord would give it to you. Unfortunately, we lost connection with Philip. Uh, couldn't get it back on again. But I did manage to speak to him on the phone about uh, how churches can partner with him in prayer. Going forwards, he, he asked for the Lord's work to make disciples to continue to use the church to do that. Uh, he asked for a prayer to help integrate those asylum seekers that come into the church with the other church membership to get that integration to, to be uh, fruitful and healthy. Uh, is something to pray for. And finally, just for further contact into those hotels uh, that are still filling up, There's still many asylum seekers who are uh, being moved into those hotels as their application goes through. There's a hotel of 800 people there um, that, they wish to, that they wish to reach. So we can pray for that. Uh, let me pray for Feltham Evangelical Church right now. Father God, we thank you for uh, bringing all of these people to the doorstep of Feltham Evangelical Church uh, from Iran, from El Salvador, from other places around the world. Uh, we praise you for your wisdom in bringing the ends of the earth to the UK in situations like this. And we thank you for Feltham Evangelical Church and how they've stepped up to take that opportunity to uh, serve those people, to share with them the good news of Jesus. Uh, we praise you for those who've come into the church fellowship, who've professed faith, who've been baptised. And we pray that you would help them to further integrate into the church, that it would be a true reflection of your family, of your church in, in this world. We pray that you would help them as they seek to further make contact with people who are in those hotels uh, from various different places. We pray that you'd give them wisdom, you'd open doors for them to be able to reach them with the gospel and that your kingdom would grow through this. In Jesus' name, amen. So thank you to Philip for his time to share with us. Uh, thank you for you for listening as well or watching. Hope you found this helpful and uh, inspiring. If you did enjoy it, then please do share. If you didn't, then you can share as well. Uh, leave a message, leave a comment, leave a rating or review. That'd be really helpful. We'd appreciate that. And we hope to see you all hear you again next time. <laughs>